welcome to the Merkin Maven podcast. We have another incredible episode coming your way, or I hope it's incredible and not absolutely dog shit. But Maven here, uh, joined by 2002's Man of the Year, Joe DeLuca. And we also have uh, the Phenom, Standy with us, gentlemen. How we doing? Joe, you first, because you're like a dad and you have priority. Sure. I, uh, yeah, you know, uh, you know, dad life's going on. We got that going on. How did you miss the Toronto Ultra, the Toronto Ultra Merkin Maven podcast with that? I don't, I don't know. I, it's, something's going on. You're, you're like not picking them to win games. Now you're not saying their name. I'm, th- I'm thinking we changed the title of this podcast here soon, but I'm doing well. I got, got home, you know, settling in. So yeah, happy to have a uh, standy on, on the podcast today. I've been, atta- I've been attacked already. Standy, how are you? You have something against Ultra? No, I love Ultra. <laughs> okay, okay. I mean, I, I'm doing good. Got back from the major. I'm just resting my body, you know, resting the paws. Just going to enjoy Christmas. Have some fun. I was, uh, travel back. Was it what, quick, easy? Pretty easy. Actually, the airport actually had a really long line in North Carolina and Raleigh. It was crazy mm. long. I've never been in an Hol- airport that had holidays, such a long line. Bro. Cool. Holidays. Yeah, because Joe and I were able to fly out Sunday night, which was great, just because we had the first cast, then we were done and get back a little bit earlier, and we couldn't believe how packed it was at night. Thankfully, we had pre-check because the regular line was so long. I got there at 5 a.m., and longest line ever. It was moving pretty quick, though. Throughout the line, there's actually, they're doing a dog. They had a dog that was walking in between three people, and, like, you'd go through security, and you'd walk between this dog. I guess they're, like... Looking for crack. Yeah, looking for crack, looking for some drugs, seeing what they can find. I'm... I got nothing. I made it. Wait, instead of instead of like walking through a metal detector, you just walked through a dog? Well, they had a metal detector. And then yeah. after, there's like a red line, a blue line, a yellow line. Like, uh-huh. you stand here, you stand here, you stand here. You walk forward, and the dog just walks like in between you while someone's walking the dog. So it must have been some kind of like training protocol, I think. Well, that's like that. crazy. I've never seen that. Wow. Uh, I, have, I. I, have, I have before. Standy's career ended mauled by dog at airport. That would have been tough. <laughs> um, well, let's get into it. We go. gotta, <laughs> we're going to talk about you, obviously. Uh, you've been uh, a, a rising star, now a star. It's been awesome to see that. And we're coming off the first major. CDLs is kicking off, so lots to chat about. But Joe and I like to, when we have a guest, just kind of talk about you, give people a little brief history in case people aren't aware of um, just who you are and what you've done. So before we get to the ultra stuff, we're just going to go back and kind of start when you came on to Rocker back in CW, you know, it, you turned their year around um, instantly, just made a name for yourself. I guess I kind of want to hear what that was like for you, just into the scene, bam. It was amazing. It's kind of like <laughs> after grinding for all these years from a young age and then making my kind of dream happen and then getting on a team that I felt like was really good. Like I had a team that we could make noise, we could win chips, and then going out there and just like, shitty on optic on my debut it just <laughs> it, it all fell into place it did Dude, I, I still remember that like yesterday was it was it like double raids i think it was a raid control i remember that raid was my I, best map every game yeah up. yeah if you play me on raid I, you're losing <laughs> I, I, I just i literally remember that debut i, I remember it yeah i was i was a you had a crazy series was it three raids it might have been three raids like been three point. i don't know if the S and D was. Are, it might have been three raids in a row. I really don't know. Fortress, yeah. Fortress raid. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no doubt about it. Um, I, I mean, listen, like, like prior, were, were you a sub for them? Were you a sub or no? No, no. So like, obviously, you were just having like a great year. I mean, it felt like like I've I've heard of like I, I've heard of your name. Like it came up here and there. 
Um, but like it just felt like boom, sta like the standing kids nuts on rocker, instant impact. So like, I guess, how, like how like how long have you been playing for up to that point? And then, I, I guess just like how was it dealing with sort of that pressure that like you were kind of the one to to have to change this this year around for rocker. So to start playing challengers, I turned 18. Uh, before yeah. I turned 18, I was just like a big S&D grinder. I played all the tournaments. I'd stay stay up late on school nights, entering the GB, CMG tournaments. And that's how I've got my name out there. Mm -hmm. People just knew me as like an S&D star kind of thing. But I, I didn't have like a crazy name in terms of like players like Illy, Simp, like those kind of guys. And when I turned 18, I started challengers. And... Uh, Dave Patty was my duo, so uh, we played nice. SD together, and uh, that's kind of my duo. I pick like okay, like I think he's really good. I think we can make some noise in challengers, and I feel like that's just a very important part because you want to ha kind of have someone by your side that you know is nasty, can carry their weight, especially in like challengers trying to climb the ladder. Mm -hmm. And then I joined. I won a two K with uh, remember like Swirly Evasion. Yep. It's like, yep. what is this like mw mw yeah is this, mw okay. this is the beginning of the game i actually competed at the end of black ops 4 okay i went to uh the oh. miami event and okay. miami and anaheim and it was to qualify for chance but i didn't make it okay so that's kind of like when my career started in competing and then you won challengers finals mw19 yeah and that was like okay fan. that's nagafin royalty fellow diamond so like that was just kind of it it felt like you won that momentum okay standy i'm sure some of your teammates were talking about you yeah boom you were just kind of on the radar got on the rocker yeah it, was, well, it moved fast yeah I, I guess listen it's not maybe the same as uh to the same scale as like a college athlete it suddenly is a hundred million dollar contract and you got to deal with the rise but like there's a little like zero to hero rise to fame type thing was there any like yeah. difficulty was just sort of the popularity spike the followers the girls the whatever like was it was it you know what i mean though like you just suddenly are out there it felt surreal in a sense you beat optic and once i beat optic like my mentions were insane like i opened twitter i opened instagram it was actually like the craziest feeling ever like i felt like i was like a hero like i felt like i was a hero and a villain at the same time because it's like i'm beating yeah. optic yeah. i have people saying a bunch of stuff and then like i'm also here because like yo like this is crazy like is this real life like that's kind of like just the way I was taking it. But I knew in Challengers I was really good, so I just knew, like, when I go pro, like, I really want to make sure, like, people know, like, like I don't want to be taken as a joke because I know that uh, when I won Challenger Champs, I feel like I didn't get enough, like, respect on my name or, like, for, like, how good I was. I feel like a lot of people I kind of slept on me, so I really wanted to, like, make a statement. Oh, I think it's, it's tricky. amazing. It's just tricky because, like... It was crazy. A lot of players have come in and fallen to the wayside pretty quickly. Um, yeah. You know, you like need to put up stats to get recognized, but then you also need to win, which someone's not putting up stats. Like it feels like this, like people are like clawing through each other to try and get get to the top. But it's just it's just kind of kind of part of it. Um, well, I think Joe and I are both kind of curious. Like, what? So after the CW year, you guys kind of felt like you could beat anyone. You had some impressive wins. Um, a crazy well, win, yeah, a major five especially, right? Yeah, I mean, that yeah. was insane. Yeah. <laughs> or, <clears throat> why are you laughing dude you, you hate ultra cool dude I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> they're not laughing at us yeah they're, they're not they're just no, i'd be no, i'd be trolling constantly like anyone that worked with the organization if i were you but um what were your like between rocker or sorry between cw and vanguard like 
I assume expectations were pretty high going in. Like, so we had a solid year. We got fourth at champs, and then after getting fourth at champs, it was like the next day after. I'm already talking like, what What do you want the team to be? What do you What do you think? Like, kind of like, you. I'm assuming you guys just want to run it back. And I was like, you know, what? like I'm down. I'm down to run it back. So, because I mean, I had a lot of fun times playing with them. We created epic memories. Great group of guys. We were down to run it back. I did have intel. I was talking to a few players during that offseason. I'll just spread some intel. Um, just oh, intel. let's hear it. Love that. Um, I was actually talking to Envoy for a little bit when he got off Optic. Mm-hmm. And I was also talking to Crimson for a little. I don't. I don't think like we would ever make a change or like we're gonna pick them up. But it would have just been kind of like hypothetically thinking about it if something like that did happen. Like it'd be. It would have just been crazy. But yeah, so we fried. And then we just ran it back in Vanguard and didn't really get the season we wanted. Yeah, I guess that was kind of my nice thing. Obviously, um, you know, you guys win major five, like you said, top four. Going into Vanguard, I think just it's a way different game than Cold War. I mean, probably Cold War's probably been like the most uh kind of what, what we expect competitive Call of Duty to be, not consistent. squad spawns, yeah, consistent COD. I guess just for I mean, you had a roster of a lot of vets between you, uh attach major, priesta. You had yeah. Looney as like a coach. Was Vanguard just like difficult for everyone to kind of agree how to play, to figure out? Like, just felt like you guys were doing everything and nothing panned out type thing? Yeah. Everyone on the team put uh, in a lot of effort during the Vanguard season. Yeah. But Cold War is such a very like setup based game, hold hills, rotate hills, like just a very like like standard competitive great competitive game and then vanguard was such a different change and i feel like we kind of had the wrong mindset in terms of playing the map because i feel like a lot of times in vanguard you kind of had to spawn up for yourself and make the best decision for yourself rather yeah. than like always falling back on game plans or like yo let's do a setup here sometimes i feel like you might get a weird spawn you have to make the best decision for yourself and it's I reactionary. Like, it's just yeah it's a very reactionary game and yeah we just we didn't really mesh well i mean it, we had a great roster though. It's just, yeah. I think uh, just like agreeing upon like certain plays, the way we want to play the maps. I feel like I, uh, just as a player, I feel like I lost like a little bit of confidence in terms of like just making my own plays and being confident like what I'm capable of and like making my own plays. I feel like I was trying to rely like very much on like go back to the setup. Like, what did we say in bot a lot of times? Like, where I feel like it kind of, I lost a little bit of confidence in myself. I feel like during that year. But well, I think I think as like a player, like that's okay. Like you have a tough major or a tough qualifier. Boom, we'll bring it back. You're working your ass off in practice and like just not getting results. Yeah. And it just feels like because you've had success before, you go back to like those tendencies and what worked. And yeah, 100%. sometimes it's just like, what the fuck do we do? Right? Yeah. Like I remember going through some things like when I was playing with a team and it was just like, guys i don't really know what to do like let's just try out slaying a team like let's just get you know yeah. like literally as basic as possible honestly like just wiping it like everybody's just winning your gunfights oh so like, that's what we needed like i actually feel like sometimes that's what we needed to hear like yo just go out there and just win some gunfights and run at the hill like just fucking call do that out. and, and it, yeah. yeah exactly and it and we might have got more wins honestly it's kind of crazy though because in this we ended the year with a 14 and 14 record 14 right. and 14 and we got like uh, eighth through twelfth, 
And uh, like the top six teams and below all had like a negative uh, winning percentage and we were at 50%, but we were good online. And then every time we went to land, we had double first rounded, double first rounded, you lose the first round, win one round and losers were out. And we had no good performances on land. So like if we just win like one or two more matches, we'd probably go to champs. Yeah, because you had, uh, what, Havoc join, right? Obviously, yeah. you guys go through a team change. And then I remember those qualifiers. You guys were like 4-0 or five, like 5-0. Five, 5-0, and and yeah. you guys like first seed, and I remember. Yeah, it was just like quick. But well, I'm sure, uh, yeah, that was not easy to deal with. Well, I'm sure it's like it probably like almost benefited teams. You're talking about like second-guessing yourselves and trying to figure it out. And like no one really yeah. figured it out, I think, until like Thieves at the end. I mean, FaZe probably got by with the seconds on raw talent for the most yeah. part. I mean, and they're mm-hmm. just they're just good. But like it probably imagine if you if you are struggling online and then things suddenly like click at land, you're like, oh, okay, where is it land? Like the vibe's good. But like if you're doing well online, you get there and things aren't working, yeah. then you're you're probably a head case. Like it's just exactly, like, what? exactly. What the fuck? Like New York, were they one in three or two and two? Then they go to land, win this major, and it's like, yeah. okay, like we got it on land. Like online, yeah, mm-hmm. we did have, but you get so many points for winning a major that hey, if you got it on land, I mean that's really where it matters the most. So um I, I guess the one thing just to kind of culminate that year like how i guess disappointing was it just not to make champs i mean i imagine for attached that was a tough pill to swallow for you who just came in this is your new livelihood like i don't know i guess i wonder were you worried this might be it you were done we weren't going to pick you up because of that or it was just like a frustrating moment um it was a frustrating moment i definitely was super down on myself i was like wow like this i kind of experienced i got to feel like the low the low of the low you can be from the high i gotta experience a little bit of the low so it kind of i kind of have this balanced perspective now where i knew i was a great player i knew i'm i know i'm capable of great things i had a down year but i knew that it's not really going to define me as a player like it's not really going to define my whole career it's not going to really define me so i just really kind of wanted to have like more of a kind of like a comeback reaction like you know like i want to prove to everyone that like i am a good player like i want to be respected kind of in a sense and i feel like that just kind of put more fire in me and makes me want to like even work harder in the sense so at the end of the day it's a blip right like if you're competing for 10 to 15 years or whatever it is like it's one season it's hard to see it yeah. that way but that's pretty mature that you're able to sort of be like all right let's 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 move forward yeah, Listen, no, Vanguard no put you the through past. the ringer bro that's just uh, <laughs> yeah. that's just that's just where it. you ended up bro everyone cycle, is man, like you know what cycle. dude like it just wasn't my year just wasn't my year is what it is is what it is that's really what it was and it's like i i always like kind of for myself as a player for like everyone else like I try to be like a, like, I feel like I try to be like a more of a cerebral kind of like playmaker kind of a style of play. Like I'm not always going to like running gun, running gun, but wow. Like Vanguard made people think I was stupid. Like I feel like some people, I was getting roasted. People thought I was a stupid player. So I'm just like, wow. Like, ah, uh, it was just, <laughs> it was the ringer, dude. The Vanguard was a cycle, but like, I'm not letting like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> get it out of here. Get it out of here. Well, I knew it was bad when like, I mean, I think what kept FaZe on top for a long time was, like, they, no matter how bad the game was at times, they went to work, got in the lab, just wanted to be the best. There was that, like, drive. Like, when I heard they were struggling with it, I was like, all right. So, because, I mean, that's that's what kept them ahead, I think. It's hard to stay on top, man. And they did yeah. for a long time. But I just think, I think they broke. <laughs> like, just, like bro, second, just keep following Coldwarm. <laughs> following cold war man it's hard to just like that's like the tough thing about it it's like to change that mindset the way you approach the game like how do you predict that's not easy that's not easy to do it's literally like what i talk about with like my career going from ghost to aw 
that yeah. it's i don't even know how you you yeah. can't even compare the two titles like it's you it's can't. ridiculous <laughs> it's it's the same thing here with with these two um but like you said uh you kind of you know people were going against your name i guess off season going going into this title ultra picks you up uh were you like nervous at all going into the off season you weren't going to find a home there was movement obviously very quickly I mean, I, when I saw your name come up with the ultra lineup, I was like, makes sense I, on paper. Everything, everything is there. Um, yeah. But just kind of how you got to ultra. Um, Lucky he's so, not a man AR. <laughs> no, I'm saying yeah. so, I mean, players like yeah, you are. Just man AR, right now. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. if you are a man AR going to Austin, that has to be harder. <laughs> no doubt. Like land on teams. But for me, so the season ended, I was just getting mixed emotions from Minnesota, from the Minnesota camp. So it's like, okay, they're probably just exploring options. Like, it doesn't seem like there could have been a world where I might end on the team again, but I didn't really know. So I was like kind of out and about exploring. And I was just looking at all the teams. And I was like, okay, Toronto Ultra, I think they're getting rid of like Cami and Vance apparently. And like, I know Scrap's really good. So Scrap was a no-brainer. Insight, Toby, Scrap. I was like, okay, me, like... Kleenex is super fast. I think I'll be able to slow down a little bit more, like not have all that pace and kind of pressure on me. And Scraps is godlike. Jamie's a phenomenal AR, like great lineup. I was like, you know what? Like I want to go there. Like my first pick is Toronto. Like that's just in teams of, like building the roster wise, role wise, like the way a team plays out. I feel like that's just the number one spot I wanted to land. But I wasn't really worried about landing on any. I feel like I would have landed on a team for mm -hmm. sure. It was just that I want to land on a team where I feel like I am confident in winning and being a top team. And Toronto was 100% my number one pick. So, so did you reach out to them? Like, was there yeah. like any any other options for you, or was it just kind of like as soon as you slid into the DMs, that was kind of done deal? I was uh, I slid into DMs, and I guess I was kind of waiting for like the pieces to fall with like some other SMG players to see mm -hmm. where they land. And I was like, okay, like. Because I know there was word on Afro going right. to uh, Ultra. So I was like, okay, like, is he trying to, like, get this spot? And I believe, like, I'm sure if Afro went here, I feel like I probably would have still been on the Minnesota, like, the Minnesota team. Oh, Minnesota team. So it's kind of, like, flipped. I feel like that's kind of, like, where everything was going to pan out. And once that move happened, I know, uh, I know uh, Jamie. I was talking to Jamie, which is Insight, and Kleenex. They were in, like, Cancun or something. Like, they were riding jet skis. <laughs> Like having fun in their off season, <laughs> but I was talking to Scrap a lot, and me and Scrap go way back. So I was like, Scrap, like, yo, we gotta get on the same team. Like, we'd be a nasty duo. I feel like we kind of bring the same energy out in each other, and I feel like it'd just make a great duo. And then Jamie and Insight, or Insight and Toby, is just a solid. What else would you want from an SMG and an AR? No, like, I mean the guy who plays his life, and then Toby, just relentless pace, relentless pace, unselfish. Yeah. <laughs> literally it, it, it's weird because like when i saw your roster i remember like seeing it and then also nysl and i remember having like a similar reaction like i was like on paper i like it a lot it makes sense from a role standpoint i don't know why i guess i didn't see new york coming but i guess just because of qualification but like yeah yeah i don't know um well here i'm gonna i we kind of put all the teams show i want to go through the tournament obviously we can get into the major but i i kind of want to start with toronto and talk about his team and his stuff that's yeah, cool just get into that um but let's if we can pull up just for major one i just wanted to look at like the bracket uh just for people that may not have seen it uh we're gonna kind of go through each team and, and chat through stuff but just overall how it played out for maybe anyone who didn't see it and how nysl was able to take it and uh ultimately win it so this is how the bracket 
played out. I'm not going to go through each thing because we're going to chat through a lot of it, but ends up being a surge subliners final. I don't think anyone outside of those players' parents had that picked um, based on how things have gone. Um, can we show the overall placements, just how how it kind of broke down um, from, from the tournament? Just kind of as a reminder to people in case you missed it, this is how it broke down for the $500,000. Um, tons of cash going out, which is, which is fantastic. We love people getting their cheddar. And then where we stand next, kind of heading into major two qualifiers. I just want to look at the points real quick. Um, this is a crazy one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This, is, this is wild. It is. Uh, it's, it's yeah, yeah. No, it, it's real. It's real, real tight. Um, just in that like forty to to eighty five range. But let's um let's get into it. We're gonna go through the teams a bit. But let's start with you guys because um you know you're really pumped to join the team. Um, I, I guess. What's it like? I, I'm kind of curious just with like Scrappy coming in because like you just did that. Were you able to like be like a mentor to him at all? Just like the fact that you sort of just went through that and then it was sort of, or is he sort of like, fuck off, dude, I got my swagger. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 Don't worry about me, dude. I'll do my thing out there. They're not shooting back. <laughs> there's moments, there's moments where I think I have like serious conversations with Scrap and when we're just talking about COD, but then there's moments where he's just like, Eli, fuck off. Like, like, <laughs> fuck off. But like, I feel like yeah. uh, he's definitely the kind of person that like, when he, when he's doing something bad, like, I feel like he knows, like, and when you kind of tell him like, if, or if he's doing good, like he knows he's doing good. So it's like, you guys know too. You guys know too He's getting hype. I think, I think like Jamie is like a good mentor to him. Like insight. I feel like that'd be like a better I mean that, but I think insight. I think he'd be like a better position for a mentor. You you were all kind of yeah. similar in the sense you just kind of came in and shit on people, yeah. and here you go. I I mean insight. I remember came in and dropped nine, nine, nineteen in a map five or something like that. Like first yeah. year, he was like, okay, cool. Uh, that probably was against optic too. I don't know. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't really remember. <laughs> it's it's it was it was these. It was Rice. It was raid. Right? Was it raid? No, Miami. Miami. Oh Miami. Like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Miami so, game five. I got these yeah. weird things just in my head. Yep. No, I like I like that. I like that. But no, yeah. you guys, yeah, have all kind of had this like quick rise. So um I guess let's just kind of talk about the team like early in the tournament. Cause you I think there was a moment there where like it was really hard for us, bro, because like we've kind of got accustomed to uh, fans at home were like, oh my god, I love this pro all these matches going on. Yeah. I can watch whatever I want. Fuck off. As a commentator, it's so annoying because like Joe and I are casting a match and there's three other matches going on. And yeah. I get on, I'm like, what's happened? Okay, didn't yeah, watch a second of that. Like, how yeah. did you? Uh, you have no idea you're trying to catch up. So like we didn't even see you for like two days, and then you're just smoking people. It's it's just really I get why people like it, but it's really weird as a commentator. No, it feels so out of the loop. Right, I feel like it's so uh, out of the loop. I don't really know what's going on either. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know what's going on either. I'm like, oh shit, who won this match? Like, let, yeah. let me go yeah. see. Like, let me walk over real We've quick. We've all been spoiled with this, just like game, game, game. We seems like there's a lot game. going on. It seems like there's a lot going on. And I know, like, I don't even know if the streams were like working properly. Like, I, it was a great event overall. Like, I love the event, but I don't know if the uh, challengers or like not challengers, uh, like the side station matches were working properly, and we played well, against. It was Optic. like the command center. Was the command, command center? center. Yeah. yeah. So like the streams weren't individually. I don't know why they did it this way. They weren't like individually just listed. Yeah. On okay. COD, so you okay. had to go to the COD channel, then click the command center button, and then click one of the side stations. So, uh, figure it out. I, yeah. No, kinda, I was. I, complicated. 
<laughs> no, I felt like a boomer. Like honestly, like, like it, I was literally like, dude, I I can't find these streams. I was I don't know how to access this. Um, I, I was Mom, like, how to do it? Can some other kids show me how to use this thing? But but we, I got it figured out. He hopefully, asked me. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> hopefully, forty, basically. Hopefully that doesn't happen again. It was no definitely a, it was definitely that. weird. It was well, definitely weird. Me. It was definitely weird. But it, I just remembered, like, I saw the results and then talked to the other talent. And, like, there was kind of this, uh, I think it was probably after the 3-0 of Optic and groups. Yeah. And you guys were kind of cruising. that It sort of clicked for people, like, all right, this looks like the hottest team here right now outside of NYSL. Yeah. Well, even before, like, practice in your qualifiers yeah. where you guys were 3-1. and one, And probably the only team that should have been 3-1 and one, unless Rocker, like, you know, the whole Rocker Optic situation. Yeah. But, like, you guys were always brought up as, like, a favorite so um, I think it was like they were like NYSL was hot too, but it was sort of a question mark of okay, maybe this is like a lucky series. Whereas you, I think everyone was like, all right, they're the team to beat right now. Um, yeah, pretty quickly until you know they started heating up a little bit there too. But I guess how were you guys feeling early? I mean, I, I, at least based on scrap interviews, like <laughs> pretty pretty good. You guys were really? annihilating people. Like, do you think you're winning that whole thing like through the first few days? I think everyone was confident, and everyone on the team had the mentality that like, yo. Like, we could really win this thing. We could really win this. Like, we're the team to beat here. As long as we keep going hard, we're going to win. And I think everyone had that mindset. Everyone thought we were going to win. But it just didn't pan out. But it, it felt great, though. Like, we knew we were, like, the shit. In terms of, like, we're the team to beat. We're playing good. We just beat Optic. Like, we beat Optic on a side station, too. Like, who was on the main stage when that was happening? Like, that would have been... It was kind of crazy. I've never played on a side station like that before. That was my first time. That's honestly probably harder with the Optic fans. Like, honestly. I, yeah. You know, you, you guys won 3-0, luckily. But if they... Every time they went around in search, you're like, I don't know what you just said, but I hear you. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah let's take care of this. So, yeah, luckily you guys did it in like a 3-0 kind of fashion where you don't have to deal with that. Did beating Rocker mean anything like to you? Was there any like was it pretty amicable or was it kind of cool to beat them? I just yeah, it was definitely cool to beat them on land rather than losing to them online in our first match. I feel like after that first match, we learned so much too as a team, and beating them on land just kind of felt good. You know, it just solid win beating your old team and on land too. It's like okay, like what are you guys gonna say? I mean, as much as uh, you know, I I'm sure you wish you did better, but like you. You know, you, you beat Optic, you beat Rocker, you beat Thebes as well. Yeah. I mean, your losses are what? New York and Atlanta. Like, yeah. Okay. Two of the top three. I mean, Atlanta. Yeah, well, only team that got two maps off five. New York. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. Our worst game, it was Hardpoint. We still have a good Hardpoint record, but our worst game, it was Hardpoint. We won both the Hardpoints, and we lost the two S&Ds in control, which is, like, statistically supposed to be, like, our, our best game modes. I feel like if we had better S&D, we would have had such a better tournament. I feel like I could have played, like, so much better in that game mode specifically. <laughs> Is SD weird in the sense, like, I mean, right now we'd basically be like starting scrims. It had it been like the old schedule, right? Like, yeah, I might be exaggerating a bit, but you know what I mean? Like, we wouldn't be into this already. There hasn't been a ton of search played, not a ton of scrims leading into the league. Yeah. Do you, I don't want to say this event's like a fluke, but like, do you, do you picture it more? Cause I guess I don't even picture it like a major as much as I do like a kickoff tournament, right? Cause it's like, it's just so early, man. The meta yeah. changed like right before people are still figuring out how to play the game. We're just at a point in the game where I feel like everyone's just still learning so much. Yeah. After yeah. every match I play, I feel like I learn so much. And we're just <laughs> at a point where it's like, 
there's not one consistent way to play the game. There's like so many ways to play. It, and I feel like there's some like routes and strats that not everyone knows. There's some spots that are still coming out. And it's just so early that some some fugues could happen. Not I'm not discrediting anyone, but no, it's just like so that. early that like I can see where you're saying like it could be like a fluke, but it's not a fluke. But yeah, you <laughs> know not I mean. the word, but it could just I guess I more mean like it could just tra- change pretty dramatically with like the power rankings of things. Yeah, as time goes on. Like, yeah. I, no offense, but like, I wouldn't be surprised if like some top teams now, like maybe later in the year, like they drop towards more towards the bottom and then like some like Yeah, I feel like be, I, it's hard uh, it's hard to stay consistent. I, I typically that happens I mean, you know, some roster change literally like with you, like right going to yeah. rocker like I think it, depending on roster changes, the game change, someone might just really like a meta. I think last year with Thieves, once like Berlin control came into play, I think that that helped them out drastically. We don't know what game modes and maps are going to be added. COD players deal with a, a lot. There's a lot of different variations of the game throughout the year. There's nerfs, there's your GAs and everything that that is kind of handled. You guys deal with a lot of change and a lot of change quickly. It's just how do you play right as consistent as possible throughout the year and I, I think you guys kind of have a core group to do that um but with you said like with search is search just is it just tough in this game like when you have a when you have like a kind of like old school search mindset you have some a really good search players on your squad it's but like you know insight and yeah really good um great search is, is it just are you just limited to it in a like with no dead silence with no smokes it just feels like it's hard as shit to play yeah i feel like snd in this game is hard at times like in the matches like for example when we lost in new york i feel like i was just taking some bad timings but i also felt like when i was sitting there playing i was like what is going on right now like where are these guys they kind of felt like i'm just like it's like on hotel for example you have the a site Mm -hmm. which is that site that's like right next to that cube and there's this plant spot where you can like stretch it now where they can't really see you from mid you know what I'm talking about? And yeah, get information on that site. Like you can go top bed, but dying top bed, you're so you can die because the desk headies are so good. Like if you go a little long, there could be a guy on the desk beam you. Then B is just kind of the site where it's like, if they're there, like they're all out of nowhere just flying at you. I feel like we're just it kind of felt like we need to camp more in terms of like just S and D. Just like play it slower. Let the game come to you. Like play ratty, kind of cruddy angles. It feels like, like an info, an anything. info game, right? Is yeah. It a huge info game where, like, okay, does someone have Deddy? Like, okay, yeah. do we have Deddy? If we don't have Deddy or don't want to make a Deddy play, you kind of just don't do anything. Yeah. Well, yeah. I I said this on broadcast, and I, I know it's an exaggeration, but like, it almost is like, kind of like let's say we go back to Black Ops Three, and it's like it's a search round, and you play around Heat Wave. Like, Denny's almost like a superpower now. Like, yeah. In the sense of back then with, like, superpowers, it was like, who's going to get the best use out of their camo? Like, who's going to get the best use out of this? Like, it's almost like we were watching, and the more I started thinking about it, like, I was tracking like Denny, and, like, somebody would get a nice first blood with it. Then someone would pop it and die right away. Like, it feels like you kind of need to get value out of your Denny. I know it's not everything, but... 100%. It, it's kind of like a superpower. I mean, it is. when you can, like, catch someone off guard, maybe hit a timing yeah. to sneak up on where they're not soundhorning you, and it's... It's, you got to be really picky with the times you use it as well, because you don't want to just pop it, have it go to waste, and then just sit there like, wow, like, this sucks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know you get it a lot more frequently than those, but I was just thinking about it. Like, you have to make good plays with it. You really do. There's, like, that added pressure of it. Not that I like how it is, but I do sort of like that there's that pressure to make a play with it, I guess. Yeah. Even though it's dumb as shit. 
Yeah, it should just be a perk. Yeah, no yeah, no, I hear it. you. I hear a, you. But a like perk that would solve it for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but. no, it's definitely definitely been on. I get okay. So, is there? It, I want to talk about other teams and stuff. Is there anything else, Joe? You want to kind of just touch on with, uh, with the, only, the only thing I was I was curious with you guys. You know, even your listenings. Um, I think Ultra has sort of built a a certain culture with the, their Cami and Bands team and, and Kleenex Insight. A very calm, collected comms. Uh, like the teamwork is has always been fantastic with Ultra. I guess even listening to your uh, comms throughout the weekend, similar. Like you, you know, yeah. Uh, Cami and Bands aren't there, but someone is making sure you guys are staying calm, like concise. Is that a is that flux your coach? Is that sort of a Kleenex insight thing? Because I, I mean, you've played with I'm sure you've played with some players who yeah. when they make a call out, it's da 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 really fast. I'm not or, get like that. <laughs> yeah, right. Or it's it, you know super hyped, and, and there's nothing wrong with being super hyped, yeah. but that can clog comms. It feels like there's someone making sure you're hearing what you need and you're saying what you need. Yeah. It's it's kind of weird. Like I don't really know how to explain it. It's just when you're in the moment, it's just the way we calm. And I is also it their presence. Like, is it I just think the it's way their you... presence? I think it's Jamie yeah. and uh, Toby's presence. I feel like Toby's just a really calm guy, and then Jamie's also a really calm guy. Like with the teamwork thing, they're just two players that the way they play, like they just like naturally make teamwork easy with them. If that makes sense. Like because Insight, for example, he's just the many are like. He's going to block that spawn in control, like block bed. He's going to stay alive there for so long. Like there was games in control where he was like, he was like 20 and like six, one control. And he's just, <laughs> and ever like me, Scrap and Toby are all like 30 and 15, like a lot of engagements. And then Toby's just, he's just very selfless. He goes, he sets pace. So I feel like the content just chill, you know, just say what you got. Don't overthink anything. And their presence just makes you calm. I feel like it's just more so them. Just more with the comms, I'm kind of curious because I, I feel like comms sounded kind of like traditional COD, like even with the change in Red Dot. Um, was there anything you guys kind of talked about to calm differently at all, just with no Red Dots or kind of the same shit, just got to be a little more, more aware, precise, aware at times, yeah. more precise? You, I think we just try to be precise as possible and you just don't want to be calling out like, it gets bad when you're like, oh, you got to push up and check your close left, check the close left, right, no right, left, right. Like, when you, <laughs> when you start saying that, like, that's when it gets pretty confusing. Um, I feel like, I mean, we're just, I feel like we just always have a game plan. Like, kind of have a game plan. Like, shout out, like, Joe, like, and Flux. Like, we just always have a game plan sometimes, so I feel like we don't always need to calm what we're doing. Like, we just kind of know, like, the way we want to play it. See, I think that's better in the sense of, like, even just from, like, pubs or Warzone or whatever with the way like the audio is in this game if there's no red dots it's like sometimes i just want people to shut the fuck up and let me listen and, and just sound play, horny. and so just play yeah like yeah especially when because i think where we saw people the red dot issue was like quick trades sometimes where it's like there's not time to get a concise call out on and like you're not tight enough. Like let's say there's like a ten foot yeah. gap. And Sometimes like, I like lost on the map. And the, person like, goes on oh, the New York. Oh, I like oh, yeah. lost a few times. Oh, we saw. I we knew what it was. I misunderstood yeah. the call, and I was just like, oh, like I look so stupid there. But I just really like my brain just didn't comprehend what like someone was saying. Well, so weird without it's weird without red dots. But yeah, I guess for me sometimes it's just like I, I think I would like to just be more calm and yeah. just let me 
play and listen a little bit because like it's just it's got to be i don't know it's got to be nuts i can't imagine how hard it is like i don't think there were that many moments where joe and i were like oh yeah that guy just got fried because they're red dot but there yeah. was definitely there oh, were you, definitely times. moments yeah, yeah, yeah there's some moments hard point trades like yeah hard yeah. point trades is the number one. i feel like that's the number one thing where you see it 100 you could tell it dude like sometimes when the game's the, going fast the observers have like the third per like the can the free cam and like you'll see a player jump out like die and then a guy jump out <laughs> again look for a trade and he's just like not looking like yeah. even oh, close yeah. to where this guy was yeah you can tell it's a huge huge pain in the ass um I, you're I playing think that's, packs, but you're not you're just wondering where the guy is i think that's pretty much it i mean <laughs> yeah you guys have flux and joe now i think i think a lot of people don't know about flux flux is an old school player old school player yeah. but um yeah, I mean, just how are those guys as, as a coaching staff? Just um, to learn more, maybe for the people who don't yeah, know. Yeah, so Joe, Joe used to be a he used to be a professional. Uh, he's European, and I really like Joe. Honestly, I I feel like uh, people don't you don't always like a lot of people don't really know him. I feel like, but Joe is really calm and he's just straight to the point. I feel like a lot of times, like we're doing something wrong, he just says straight to the point, like yo, the reason we're losing here is because we're not doing this, and most of the time we fix it and it's pretty solvable issues and i think he has a really good mind and he understands cod well so it helps and then flux ryan i mean he's a great coach he's very he's like very analytical he kind of looks at reasonings and i feel like he kind of is also the guy that like makes us think outside the box a little bit and uh even with comms i he, he likes to say this thing where less is more sometimes mm. less is more like sometimes you want to be precise but you don't want to say too much where you're just yapping that's kind of what I was saying. I should be a coach, yeah. huh? Yeah. Really. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I feel like I love their yeah. presence because I feel like they're not too like they keep a good mix where they where we respect them, they respect us, and they also like take our mind and like the way we want to play into their own account. So I love oh, I awesome. love having them around. Cool. That's great. Um well if we think of anything else, I'm down to touch more on Ultra, but it's kind of we got some a bunch of teams to get through. I put like the top twelve on here. Um, I was going to start with like 12th and just you, if you have any insight, we can kind of chat about it. Um, it was cool to see, I guess the first thing we're gonna talk about is elevate. Um, just thinking back to, I know the first thing Joe and I were talking about when they're starting to make some noise was, you know, think about vortex back on, I mean, it's like before your time, but those, uh, like Fabi teams, Epsilon, like those just usually it's late in the year runs with like Dave and them. Um, but seeing some of those guys back in it, I, I guess I wasn't too shocked. And the big thing there was they, they beat Boston, which was like kind of one of the early dominoes um that sort of sent things to be be kind of be kind of crazy right like that was one of the first big upsets but yeah um Stanley, like thoughts on that team or did you get to see much from them if, if not no big deal i just uh i i i thought they're gonna be like a team that could make an upset for sure i mean all the all the pro teams like seemed like teams that like if they come out hot they could definitely upset a pro team and I don't know. I know Gizmo's good. I I feel like I don't really know too much about like Vortex and Denza and uh, Harry. Yeah. I don't, I, yeah. I don't really know too much about them, but I know they've been really solid in EU challengers. So, um, also one thing I actually want to bring up is that uh, I feel like even with the pro M teams, I feel like there's this weird like kind of like idea that pros are so much better than challenger players. Like they have to smoke them every time. You can't have any close series against a challenger team. Like you're a professional, like, you're the best. Like, people don't realize, like, they're not bad. Like, it's close. No, like, it's not good. like, yeah. you can't yeah. take them lightly. Like, you're going to lose. Like, they're, st they're still, like, right below that level of, like, being labeled a professional. And a lot of them are past pros. So I don't know why. Uh, I feel like there's, like, this weird idea that pros have to dominate them every time. And it's like, 
there's only 12 spots. Like, there's only 12 pro spots, and, like, every team's trying to build their, their best roster, so. Well, I think partially it's because for a long time when it was all the open tournaments, I mean, I, I've said it. I, I kind of hate, I hated casting Saturdays because it was just, like, <laughs> literally teams coming in and getting 3-0 shit on because that did happen yeah. for a long time. There, there was the occasional great story, um, and yeah. there were some close series, but for the most part, no one really made runs to it top three or a win yeah it's it like one upset yeah like maybe maybe one upset if that yeah. like it just wasn't really all that much but I, I i did expect more because how early this tournament was um yeah, definitely I, I thought there was a lot more room for upsets and stuff so i wasn't like i guess that shocked because we haven't done this before man well like, and i think too again it's a it's just differently 12 teams like there's a yeah, ton of talent yeah. outside of this uh i mean like we talked about it's it was great i think you know it's great to see gizmo kind of back in the saddle um, showing he, he still has, he obviously had a very rough year last year. We don't yeah. really know what the hell happened. Um, but he was just so up and down, just felt like they, that was another team that just couldn't perform on land in Vanguard. Uh, had some great showings. I think outside of that first major, that was a, they got like top four. Um, and then outside of that, it was just like nothing, nothing really. um, nothing happened. So, like you know, to be Boston in that game five, uh, especially him leading the way, it was awesome to see. And then for like, yeah, I, I don't know. But Boston, that's a different different story. Feels like wait, something happened with Awakening and then just a rough weekend for them. Because it felt like they were... It feels like they have the pieces. It feels like they have the pieces um, with Awakening, the way he's playing. Like he is hitting a, a really high level. This is what we wanted to see from him yeah. like outside of that Florida team. But just not what they wanted on the breach side. I mean, what was the... Uh, was it Champs? that Zenny, like they were all feeling so confident or was it major five what, what major was it five i think last yeah, i think both of them but yeah they champs, really they lost it they lost the thieves game five like round one like that yeah, that's a little bit a team a little bit different what, what's the most by that at all standy like practice versus them was has it been pretty good or just because it's just um, such a tough league yeah i mean i think they're solid i think they're definitely a solid team like i was definitely not expecting them to go out q16 okay. i think they're uh Definitely a solid team, to be honest. Uh, I guess it sucks, whatever happened with Awakening. Mm -hmm. um, also, like, the ch another thing I want to bring up is, like, the Challenger teams, like, they have tournaments already. Like, they're playing weekly tournaments. And one thing, like, to shed knowledge as a player is that I feel like I learn so much when I'm in the high-pressure situations. That's when you really grow and learn more about, like, being in the moment, when there's, like, a lot of pressure on you. And mm -hmm. I feel like those reps definitely help them. Like it's well, definitely especially like, in like, like search, right? Yeah, it's just so much more campier. Like S and D scrims don't always go the same as like matches do, and it goes. But Awakening, he's like he's doing really good this year. So I mean, it sucks that he couldn't play. Uh, this is this is like an odd angle, but I'm just curious if there's anything to this. Um, I was thinking about it, like you know, you know, back in back in the day, it's like MLG years. Um, for the most part, the pro teams were like doing the same goddamn grind as a lot of them. Like there, there were so many league matches. You're constantly grinding for pro points. Like it, it was a real grind. Every tournament was like an open tournament where you were in the pit, just going through it. Now, like it's been years of, um, very high salaries compared to the past. Um, yeah. not a whole lot of matches. Um, I mean, the workload is way lighter than 10 years ago, five years ago, a hundred percent. I guess I just wonder if there was like this sort of, 
pro players have kind of been living this uh, elaborate life in the penthouse, just sort of sitting on plush pillows. And now well, it's like only... you're back in this open tournament, and I just feel like those guys are even more just want to beat the fuck out of you. Yeah, exactly. to remind you true. what it's like. I think that's uh, yeah. true for sure. But I, I will say, I think the less matches amps up the pressure. Like I think even with, like with what Stanley was saying, like with them last year, like. Oh, I agree. I, I just more meant like yeah. from the challengers POV, like sort of yeah, enjoy oh, your passion. And They're your playing salaries. with passion. Like well, no, yeah. I, yeah. I feel like I'd be like, welcome back to the pit, bitches. Like yeah. here, here we are. Let's get into it. Like I feel like there was more of a chip on their shoulder, maybe now with how the CDL's yeah. been, and the fact no there haven't right. been these open tournaments. So that's why I wasn't that shocked with upsets either. Um, because you guys have kind of been living the good life compared. To, I mean, Joe, Joe won a tournament, got Taco Bell. I, I, yeah, we, not... I, CDL's pros definitely live the good life. To be honest, I feel like <laughs> you're you're very blessed, and like yeah. there's so much like stuff that I don't have to pay for, etc. Toronto helps me out with stuff. I mean, they they make it easy on you, honestly. They yeah, I'm not trying to like gas the CDL. I'm just saying like people complain a lot sometimes, but like it it has improved in a lot of ways, especially from yeah, like money and stability standpoint and financial standpoint I, I yeah i just feel like if i was a challengers player or whatever i'd be like i'm gonna fuck you no, i mean and that's <laughs> your one it was guys. your one one tournament to early on in a year exactly. to put your name on yeah. the radar if you weren't on the radar that was the way to do it like because yeah. again you know we're already hearing cdl teams are thinking about changing like yeah they're going to reference that tournament as yeah who performed well versus pro teams exactly. i'll win like that's that's yeah. exactly who's the next guy they want to get who played well exactly. even for pros like I don't want you to take this away from me, like for the challenger guys. Like I feel like pros, like especially Scrap. I feel like he kind of, he really wanted to uh, slam the challenger team. And uh, there was a tweet <laughs> when we we went down 0-2 to Polydrum. Oh yeah, and uh, which is a Spanish team, and uh, and he tweeted out something like the day before about like how he's gonna smoke them. And then we went down 0-2 and then reverse wet. But it would have been that would have been crazy storylines if we ended up losing. <laughs> um, he dude, I just. I, I love like I mean you're pretty uh I don't know like a, a good person out of the league young players like I love I mean insight's a little more quiet but he's a funny dude like I scrap I love like I just like people that talk their shit and like yeah. can I talk shit little... in Spanish dude like yeah. come on dude yeah, who preps funny. for that yeah that's like a WWE star like who's yeah. prepping real, that dude yeah like uh, who's like man who are we playing tomorrow yo I'm gonna learn Spanish and talk <laughs> shit to them in Spanish like what I'd be like yeah. what the fuck is wrong with you I, I absolutely I love know. it he just started yelling Spanish I'm like what the fuck is going on right now like, what am I Hearing. That's so good. That's so good. I, I didn't even see it because we were probably casting. I was like, he did what? Call him his dad. Yeah. I'm your dad and your shit. I was like, whoa. Yes, papa. I was like, this is kind of lit though. Like, yeah. <laughs> he could have said something real fucked up. I have no idea, but this is lit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, let's uh let's talk LAG Academy because going in, um, I mean, I think several of us kind of heard like there were jokes on Twitter like they could be better than the LAG team. <laughs> Um, was was i think some of the trolling i, I kind of saw might be correct um, yeah yeah might might be um but they what they push phase to a game five which i think yeah. right out the gate you're like oh shit okay well is phase not as good as we thought they might be is our academy team just incredible they they knock out london they win challengers um i guess we're gonna see if this is gonna be a team that's gonna sort of run the challenger scene or are players gonna get get plucked like like you were um yeah but it was it was awesome to see them make the run. It was cool that they got to go. We were worried. I dude, we didn't even know how it worked at first. I was like, they they need to go back to challenges. They get knocked out, right? And I was like, okay, good. Usually yeah, it's all finished beforehand. Tournament. Yeah. And props to them too. They played on a new patch where like spawns changed, which is complete and utter bullshit, by the way. But they yeah, played literally yeah. played a, an entire tournament on different spawns and then still won. That's I, unacceptable. I don't know how that happens. 
uh, an updates push new spawns i mean i know how it happens i think it's just i yeah like he said i think it's unacceptable like come on cs players you know they, they play a game that is constantly improved over a decade here with call of duty joe you got to be able to adapt we come out of a new game every year anything could happen at any moment Dude, no, but these yeah. kids are literally like trying to make a name for themselves no, no, I, yeah, yeah, they're, they're trolling they're trolling like, it's just like, to make, like life-changing like, money and stuff like like just who the fuck knows what's gonna happen tomorrow i don't know what we're gonna be doing like yeah it's just kind of cod way like as much as it it's horseshit it sucks I, i'm just so used to like you're just you're really just sitting you're just sitting down chilling your life's going good the game's going well and you just get hit and you just slapped across the face randomly just unexpected just out of nowhere spawn change oh. yeah and elevate got second so obviously those were you know two of the two best teams like but it's just crazy it's crazy to think like they had to play basically a different game like yeah, I gotta respect it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to them, yeah. But to, uh, that's wild. Can't um, I, let's talk. Uh, I'm just going through kind of how people finish. Uh, Optic Texas. Um, I, I guess I thought with uh, kind of how the qualifiers went, and sort of like I said, this is uh, early. Not a ton of scrims. Not a ton of reps. Like people still figuring out the game. Typically. I know it's a very different team, but Optic historically, like they've usually always. been very good in titles. Um, always early, always. Uh, they just always happen. Whether it's just been dominating online or like at the first LAN event. I mean, you think about Black Ops Name 4. Name a like, fucking year, bro, and they were yeah, probably yeah, the best yeah. team the first three months. Yeah, like yes. World War II, they dominated. Like yeah. literally every title, they've we, always been at like the top. And for, like, I think they always, yeah. yeah, they've always boy, been very good yeah. online. They always go with a ton of confidence. They've always had a ton of talent, which talent usually really shines over any kind of strategy early on like people are still figuring it out so i i guess i mean i thought they're gonna do well i i didn't have them as a favorite to win it but i was thinking top three I, well i think or, right i mean coming into this season with like them sticking as a roster like you could just tell if you watched any of their matches online uh, obviously the whole rocker thing happened is what it is we're moving on from that but like they were playing with passion like seth was literally like every time they won like they had their own stream mave like just showing like their room like every time they want a fucking map, like he's going nuts. Yeah, he was, um, he's going off. Yeah, he was. He's playing at a, a really high level too, which you know maybe a lot of people didn't expect. But this is a game definitely built for him. It, this is yeah, just—I sure. I mean, listen. This is a group they should have got out of in my mind with what they showed, and they didn't. I don't know what it is with this Florida team, the Florida name. I have no fucking clue, but they always seem to get the better of them. I would have thought sure what us and Optic are getting out the group. If I had to guess before. Yeah, yeah, I think I think everyone did. I don't know if it's like, a, you know, uh, Seth's last year, you're talking about that passion and that energy and like, a, hey, we we made up and we're going to stick together, like positive vibes, let's do this. But then you hit that first wall of adversity and it's sort of all the little things start coming back is my guess. It's just like, yeah. oh, fucking here we go again. Um, I mean, you beat them, Danny, from like your point of view. I'm sure there's a lot of their fans that'll probably want to hear just like, for me, yeah. like what just seems to be going on, like well, at least in that match, <laughs> did you just did you think did you guys just outplay him? Do you feel like they were playing things wrong? I guess like yeah, it felt like if you want to be honest, it just felt like we were just always ahead. Like at all points in the series, it just felt like we were always ahead in a sense. And like, um, I'm not too sure. Like it's kind of hard to pinpoint because I feel like it's like it's not like they're all four really talented players. So it's like. You can't really like pinpoint one guy, kind of one issue, but I feel like they're like a little, 
I feel like they're kind of like behind. I feel like a little bit in terms of like system wise. Like I just feel like we we're just a little bit ahead in that match, and it really showed. And I don't really know what to pinpoint, but I know like Shotzi did have a really bad map one on that Mercado. I think he had like he was like double yeah, negative. Yeah, nine nine and twenty one. You guys won yeah. six three, and then the hotel. I think I was talking to Ray. He said a couple of the rounds like they kind of threw like yeah. but. We all three rounds, if you want to be honest, we three owed them in the control, but I feel like all three rounds like were like in their favor. Like they really should have won. And yeah, like, I think that's what he said. It was like one round, that map for sure. One <laughs> rounds, like so it was the B point on hotel. And it was the last it was B points like the one that's like with the desk mm -hmm. and like yeah. So I flanked like the whole way around. And there is it was like a four V nine. I flanked the whole way around and none of them were watching the D pinch and I just flanked for free, got one on point, hopped on the point, all my other teammates collapsed. And it's like I just feel like they weren't really like aware of like kind of what's going on like picking up the long route picking up all the timings like kind of letting people sneak by like just kind of like the little like lane filling stuff which obviously is early in the game but i feel like if they're like better on that they probably would have like had a much better showing ray i really like this tweet and wording he said left stick mistakes and i, I love that because it's like you know your right stick's the talent right the gunny the left yeah. stick's your, left stick's your brain i think that's a like, good way to describe it like like what you know what route am i taking where am i going off spawn how am i processing information like your left stick's the brain and i i, I just i haven't really heard that before left stick mistakes thought that was good um well I, I, and i'm glad too sandy said sandy said the system word because i you know i love that word uh and we'll talk about it more with like the the roster changes and the rumors but it just feel like listen this league there is so much talent we just talked about it with challengers yeah you you just all have to be on the same page like and you have a good chance to win and the teamwork has to be there like like this new york team like their teamwork yeah. was obviously incredible but like nobody thought they were going to win no one thought like oh this mm -hmm. roster kind of makes sense I i'll put it this way like for example you know the whole roster rumors going on with uh optic if you would have said in the preseason oh optics going to get priesta and skies okay they probably would have burned like the church down right yeah i would have sure. loved it but for sure no no you're not, you're not wrong but like there would have been like we're just really dropping dashi and illy for those two like are we that sure, time, are we like, sure that's based what we're on, doing like how they're playing and like the based on the vanguard season people would be like this is a bad decision just like just right. on recency bias and kind of stuff like that 100 percent. but like we know that you know we've seen priest in a good system win tournaments we don't yeah. really know what skies is but we know he's a, a top player like he had the the uh Ops four year. It just feels like people need to recognize that there is no limit of talent in the league, and it comes down to these small, intricate Call of Duty things. I agree. And it's been the same thing with them for for years now. Yep. But it's the See, same I, thing. I, I listen. You're gonna burn me for this, but I actually think this game has a remarkably high skill gap when it comes to decision making because oh, no, I agree. it's so fucking reactionary like even more than vanguard in the sense of like how the sort of chain squad spawns go like you're sort of waiting for that one spawn and then you figure things out it's not like you're playing as much as black ops 2 was the best and you need your brain you had to rotate early yeah it was like a, it was playing chess like you kind of knew if i'm here they will be there that's not always the case it's sort of like where does that spawn come? Where does that information go? In a split second, we got to figure out and hit stuff. Like you have to yeah. process information. Well, it's a lot more like they should be here, but they could be here. So be ready for yeah. that, right? You, yeah, you it's have a lot to of that. Don't get caught off guard by a weird spawn. Super, yeah. even more so than like Vanguard in, in a lot of ways. You have to be so reactionary and so quick as a unit. And I think that's why Thieves kind of thrived at the end of 
Vanguard. Like, their comms got really good. They were really good at playing tight. And they just sort of moved as a unit, reacted together. And this is, like, just, like, a weirder version of that. But I agree. It's maybe high skill gap's not the word, but, like, it's hard to be good at. It, it, it 100% mm-hmm. is. Like, there is a logic. Well, okay, logic might be the best word. But you know what I mean? Like, it's hard to be good at, even mm-hmm. if that's not the skill gap I want exactly. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. That's, that's why I don't want to say I didn't want it to be come off as like a fluke win because they NYSL winning that and being as dominant as they were like they were playing well like you just yeah, you kind of have to win this game you have yeah. to if they're always ahead I feel you like. have to um and yeah. like one thing I, I would say is like we're also like so early in the game where it's like situations like there's still like even in the matches like there are some situations that I just haven't been in practice sometimes and they just they just pop up in a match and like just getting those situational reps and we're so early in the game that, oh, this weird spot happened here. Like, if you want to be honest, like, I've never seen it happen before. Uh, like, we are playing against, I think we were playing against Steve. We lost to Mercado on map one and, like, uh, I think it was Envoy. He spawned, like, it was the, you know, the little fucking cubby room, like, P4, is it? Like, it's the little cubby yeah, room the with a desk. Yeah. And he just spawned, like, right behind us on those cars while, like, the, all three of his teammates were all spawning out. And, like, we didn't think we were blocking anything. We play this hill so many times, and he just spawns, and we're just like, okay, like, I, we really can't read that. Like, it was such a weird spawn. Like, it was just like an emergency spawn, spawn read now. Like, yeah. yeah, hey, all right, when we're there, make sure the, the back's clear. Like, it's just, yeah. yeah. It seemed like New York were just reacting really well to, like, the situations that were given to them. Like, the situations they're in, I feel like they just reacted well, played it together, like, played it as a team, and I feel like that's literally this game. Like, react, play as a team. Well, I said MW was like thriving in chaos, but like that's what this is. Like this is really just keeping your head in chaos. Uh, that's literally that's literally what I say before I play every match. I'm like, all right, guys, if we keep our head, we're winning this fucking match. Literally, just keep your head, stay calm. Something fugaze happens, like don't lose your head. Don't get too triggered. Exactly. Fugaze. You just have to like you have to kind of just like roll with the punches and figure it out together. And figure it out quickly. It's just yeah. yeah. But no, I just when I hit that realization, I was kind of like. I don't even want to say this out loud, but this game's like not easy to be good at, which is kind of like a good thing. Typically, like <laughs> in the past, it's like a really good thing. I would, I would love it to be hard to be good at the game, but it's just such a weird like skill. Um, all right, so optic, we'll talk more about the the roster stuff as we get going. Um, we'll move through through some of these teams quicker, but uh, LAG, um, they lost to to New York and a rocker. I mean, the New York one at the time, maybe we didn't realize. Okay, that makes a lot of sense, but especially now after the run, yeah, like okay, they should have smoked them. Yeah. I don't think any of us had expectations for LAG. Uh, the only thing I thought maybe was, I did think with this being a kickoff type thing that like it would come down to who got hot over the course of the weekend, and they struck me as a team that could get hot, um, just based on like the talent they have. Um, just left stick doing whatever they want, right stick hitting shots. Uh, we're just not really sure what the end of this. I, I don't yeah, know. I, I don't need to talk about this team yeah. much more. Like, I honestly just don't really give a shit. Like, I haven't seen anything that makes me think you're going to do much. So I, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I, I don't think this team will be together very long. Yeah, I don't feel like they ha- they, they haven't really had the best showing. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, let's move on. Uh, Rocker, they beat uh, Gorillas to make the bracket. They lost to Toronto and Legion then. Um, I guess... I, I don't know. I Maybe mean, I thought Rocker were gonna do a, a a bit better. I guess the Legion thing is kind of what surprised people. Like I don't. Um, I mean, we'll touch on them more. But... Yeah, and they they lose in game five. I mean, you lose in yeah. New York, um, right in your group in your group, um, which at the time we're like, uh oh, what the hell? But like now that we know they won, they lost three zero. I guess they beat Gorillas 
Uh, I, I mean, they took a map off Ultra. I feel like they probably wanted more, right? The, like the the talk preseason was building this this roster, spending a who knows amount of money and getting this team together. But it's just a thing like that. Maybe they just need a little bit more time. Um, I feel like Afro is playing out of his mind. Like if you want, yeah, he, he needed well. some help, dude. He needs some help. Yeah, just I one think, of those basic things. Yeah, sometimes yeah, Afro's just playing out of his mind. If you want to be honest, he's <laughs> playing I, really good. If I pick, uh, my they two, went one in five in search uh, throughout the event uh, at yeah, the major one. So that's definitely. really it. They five and three in hard point, three and two in control. So I, yeah. at least if I'm alt or if I'm rocker, I have a circle, right? Like at least you kind of know what yeah. the fuck went wrong. Yeah, where like for some people, maybe it was just a lot for them okay i'm looking at a stash page i see one in five in search over 50 percent on respawn should probably fix the other game mode it's a, it's a, also a team i like you look on paper like they should be good on search so like i feel like they definitely will like fix could that just around. be like like i said this game i think it's just tough so early this game search there's just some strats that just hit you out of nowhere you're not expecting it like even in the challenge, like matches, what do you play? Like yeah. fortress search, so that's yeah, that's that's difficult. Uh, it looks like they know that, so they play a lot of hotel, embassy, and a silo search. So like, I, those are some of the more fundamental ones, I suppose. But it's still just tough with this team. I, I think if you look at Cami and in bands, even last year, where sometimes it just felt like they couldn't figure out that game. If there was a game mode that was similar to me, it's probably search right now. It's not yeah. like control and hardpoint have some traditional COD elements to it, right? Definitely. Search kind of fucking doesn't like really doesn't. Everyone has to be a playmaker in search. Like if you got Deddy and we're and it's tied numbers, like yo, I'm sorry, like I don't care who you are, like you got to be the one to make the play for us. Like it's just kind of the way it works because you just don't want to get soundboard. I don't know if it's closer to jetpacks or closer to boots. S and D. I don't even it's, know, man. Like, <laughs> like not, I don't even know. Like, yeah, it's like reliance superpowers. Like, hey, no, I know. It's like, yeah, yeah. It's weird. It's, it's like MW nineteen, but MW nineteen, you had smokes. So like, your play was if you couldn't wait for Deddy, you throw a smoke or two, and then all like your nades, and you would create chaos pretty much, right? Yeah. yeah. This game, you don't have smokes because the pros aren't playing with them. So like. You're very limited into what you can do without Deddy. You're hoping for a pick or for your dead silence to pop up. Where if you're throwing smokes, we're throwing our nades, we're making a bunch of fucking noise, and we're running, dude. Like that's yeah. what you did like, on, in MW19. It's weird because like I like you know the CS guy. I mean, I know there's very few parallels, but like when it comes down to like a one v two or like a two v two, and things slow down, and you know your your ADS walk in, and it's a little slower. I'm like, I get into this. It's just when it's like the the 4v4 at the beginning, it's just kind of like, <laughs> what dog can shit, you do? Dog, dog shit, <laughs> yeah, CS. that's how I like, feel. I don't really like that. Yeah, yeah like no, no, I don't like, either. But when, when it slows down a little bit and comes with like, this little chess game between like 2v2, two, two two, like I don't, I don't really hate yeah. that. Well, you it's can't show like, different looks, right? Because yeah. you can't change your timings up. You can't hit a rush round once. Or maybe you can do it one time because you have Deddy, but it, like maybe yeah. you never have Deddy again. Like, like there's just rush, so many timings doing. that are off without a, a Deddy perk. Yeah. yeah that but rocker for me i guess i would say like outside of texas and boston probably like on the disappointment side of things in the sense of i thought they do a bit better and that comes down to like the next two um for mutineers and legion because i think they both kind of i i listen i asked joe after we casted or mutineers and talked about them like you know are you pretty happy about this because you know you went the the budget route in the sense of 
you know, as much as like NYSL is a surprise, you know, they, they spent some money, they got some stars. Like you went with just some some young players. You're not spending a ton on this roster. The expectations were zero. You get some upsets, you you make a little run. I mean, I don't know if this would be the team at the end, because I don't know this isn't a team that's gonna win a tournament, but get some upsets here and there. I mean, I, I don't really have much else to add. I I'd feel okay about it, even though they might not. Yeah. Oh, they got 30 CDL points. They're in the top eight. Uh, yeah, job job kind of done for right now. We're, we're in a good position. We're not screwing ourselves, putting the pressure on us. So Yeah, yeah. I, it's just, I, I don't know if that team will, how long to be together or how much better they can get, but not a ton of expectations. For Legion. I, I mean, listen, they, there were some moments, like there were some really good moments between like Vickle and Havoc. Uh, Brack, you know, individually Havoc was off. fun to watch, man. Havoc was a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, I mean, again, another team. You're four and three in search. You're three and two in control. They're two and seven in hard point. I mean, can't, can't win in, in this yeah. league to have a two and seven hard point record. So. Just need some little step up from some individuals in that mode. Yeah. Uh, for Legion, I mean, fuck you, Clay, for working with IW to create a game in which you could re redeem your career. Um, <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm trolling. I, honestly, dude, I like almost shed a tear when he almost when he was choking up, bro, on stage. And you could see, like, I mean, to have the career he's had in the redemption arcs over and over again, being dropped and the champs, and being dropped and doing this and doing that, one of the best players of all time to like choke up over a T6, like, bro, he's been going fucking through it. I know just yeah. talking to him this off season was ass. Like he has been going through the ringer. Um, So I was just really happy to see him do well, to see a team that has been the lapping stock of the CDL finally do well. People were rooting for him because everyone wants to root for an underdog. I thought it was yep. like the feel good story of the weekend. Um, I want to see them do well. I do. I do. Um, but I mean, the interview is what sticks with me, man. Uh, I mean, they were just clutch and search. They went eight and two. Yeah, they were two and they played twelve hard points. They went two and ten. Um, they were three and three in control. But eight, they, if there's a search team, maybe that kind of figured out this game. Could be them, but I know that they they won a couple of round elevens. Um, you know, they kind of clutched up when they needed to. But it feels like they're they're kind of cool. leading the way in that search and destroy category. Sandy, what do you think? It's better like early in a title. Like from a from a, the rest catching up standpoint, is like it better to be ahead in the respawns, or you think better to be ahead in the search? Like how do how do you feel about it as a player? Like, um, or does it not really matter much? Maybe maybe I think you just want a game mode you can rely on, like a game mode you can rely on, and like when you have two I of feel hopefully. Like hard point is probably like the more better. I feel like I'd rather be really really good at hard point in the beginning, and then like pick up search because then you can just kind of see like the way the maps play out, see other people's strategies, and I guess you can just kind of maybe copy revise it but i feel like if you're a good hardpoint team like you're probably doing some team stuff right you're probably winning a lot of gunnies so i feel like it'd be easier to translate it rather than like some teams i think you've just seen over the years that are just like really good snd teams but can't win a hardpoint and you know i feel like you can't always translate winning snd into hardpoint but i feel like just the way hardpoint is fast paced gun skill you got to be reactionary like you can you can translate well, to think, snd wins i think too like you can consistently and win hard points you can be a great search team but the fact is I, is you could you could have five bad play calls in a row which yeah. is unlucky and you just <laughs> lose a search like that's what's always tough with search teams like yeah. you just have a bad map you're out in a game five like you get eliminated that was gonna be my next point like we've seen a lot of consistent respawn teams yeah, a hard point team that's able to win 70 80 percent like we've had teams like that outside of phase for those couple of years there aren't many teams that are winning 70 to 80 percent of their searches for a year like that's just yeah. not it's just I hard mean, there's, yeah yeah there's not many this game though. honestly like dead silence usage like it's just like you it's not very 
You get so, hit with random stuff sometimes. And I didn't know Joe's, I didn't know that stat. So like, that'll be interesting kind of if this is going to be, I, I'm hoping they go up, but maybe we should be a little bit worried. That might've been, <laughs> that might've been the peak. We'll see. Or well, they I, think, I think just like, listen, man, uh, you know, again, like uh, you win three matches here on land. You beat some good teams. You compete with some solid squads. It's just a question of, do they have enough talent to play respawn against your, yeah, I'm not. I'm not even saying top teams, just to compete. Um, yeah, we'll see. I, oh. I, I still think you probably see a change at some point with this squad. I think I'm gonna give a shot to Teach. I think he looked good this weekend. Like okay. he stepped up a little bit. I think he That's stepped been... up and then kind of helped them with like winning matches. We fucking yeah. wanted that for five goddamn years. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it didn't feel like he went from a god to just like what the fuck like instantly. I swear that's how it feels for me. Like. Yeah. I was I just a, putting us some tough spots. He plays yeah, a tough right. position. Yeah, but. I know. But you know what I mean? Like, he was, like, the guy, the difference maker. That, and then just sort of he's been okay. Um, or shit at times. Um, Consistency's been tough for him. Yeah, it has. No doubt it has. about it. Um, I, listen, I want to go through the, the rest of the teams but, uh, quickly because I want to get some of the fun drama. Um, and we still have some to touch on. But, like, Thieves, real quick, I guess just just the only thing I really want to know, Stanley, is your opinion on this. Like, they, they want to play System COD. We know that. They figured out Vanguard when nobody else did. Is this a team that you think is like just a guaranteed threat, maybe a little bit deeper in the year? They're just going to take some time to click, but once it clicks, they're going to be disgusting or tough to say based just on Vanguard? Well, like I guess on the past like two, three years, I think uh, Kenny had a slow start in like some of the past, I think, recent games. Mm -hmm. I think like just personally, and I feel like if he kind of gets his footing and goes off of this team, kind of like we saw at the last two events, he's a troop, I feel like like, I feel like there'll always be a threat no matter what. But I feel but like Kenny's kind of like the X factor kind of guy. Like, isn't it like a system? Like, Kenny's that system guy. Like, he... Yeah. At least that's like what I'm get better thought. as time goes on. Like, like the, more, the more they play together and make the right decisions, like, he gets exponentially better. It's like a flow system kind of game, if that makes sense. Because, like, you can't always rely on the same fundamental stuff. But when you're playing in the moment, like, if you're just flowing, playing as a team, like, they'll be good. And I feel like he's, like, he's like kind of that guy. I think him. he puts too much pressure on himself um at, at times i think he needs someone to just tell him like kind of what i was saying to sandy earlier like you just need to relax and shoot i i think you know we don't really view him as like an in-game leader but yeah. i think he is he's very talkative th uh, with this team yeah. i've listened to some of their scrims yeah, when a map yeah. ends he is what the, it's never a you had a bad map you had a bad map it was okay what happened here what are we doing you know on this transition from p3 to p4 he's very much like he ha if if he's on then it's Okay, like he's locked. And I think yeah. probably early on in the year, he's probably putting a little bit more pressure to make sure that his arrows, like his teammates' arrows, are looking where they need to be. Yeah. Um, and I think he was probably doing that in the past. It's hard to and do I, when you're struggling, too, I think. Definitely. When, you're not, when you're not playing Correct. well, it's hard to do. But like he said, I, I think they're always going to be a, a threat, this this sort of core roster. I mean, they, they lost to Seattle and into Ultra, I think into some, some cl close maps. It's not like they got like destroyed. It's just... I think yeah. again, nobody really saw Seattle and New York playing as well. Um, yeah. We'll see. I mean, I'm, I kind of think they're going to be discussing. Just give it a little time, but we'll see how it plays out. Faze, uh, I'm going to put you on the spot, Sandy. I, I guess I'm kind of curious. <laughs> like, is that whole them being that trio, being a dynasty, is that shit done? Or like, they, can they get back to dominating? Like, will we ever see them dominate like they were? <sighs> or do you think maybe that ship has sailed? Just too much talent everywhere. I, I feel like they're not going to dominate as I used to, but they're still going to be that 
force that you look at and like yeah you know like their Atlanta phase are still like gonna be like top two top three no matter what yeah like I feel like it's not as I think there's more competitiveness where it's like you're not going into an event and being like yeah like phase is winning this 100% you know what I mean where I feel like people are very high on them I feel like it's just not as much but also I feel like uh I think uh like just statistically looking at like the stats and stuff um Tony's been playing great um I mean, Simba and Abizi, you kind of want a lot out of the Tiny Terrors. Like, you want them going off. And I feel like Simp, Simp has been good. Uh, but I feel like you haven't really seen, like, this superstar, like, crazy MVP like he was. But I know last year he really picked it up, like, towards the end of that uh, Vanguard season. Is, like, the Tiger effect, like, kind of a fair thing here? Like, they, yeah. they I almost think of, like, that Optic team sort of had it. Like, you went in to play that team and thought you were going to get shit on. I don't care what you tell me. I don't care if you told me you thought you were going to beat them. You went and played face and thought you were going to get shit on. Like they were that, <laughs> they were that dominant for a while. Yeah, like they, they were. were. Really and then like they co- sort of became human. Like and they're now, beatable. Yeah. I think everyone's just sort of yeah. like, we can be face. Yeah, cool. exactly. Do you, do you think like the whole sim thing, it's one thing I want to bring up and you know, you, you obviously play against him a lot. I think simp is sort of been like, Okay, because Cell's been on like this. I think terror. he's like a role player now. I kind of. Yes. I feel like okay. he became more of a role player, where it's like I don't know. I think he's, he's like a really what, good player. What though. title we see that at the beginning of? We were watching scrims and I'm like, what the fuck is Simp doing? Vanguard, Vanguard. He's Vanguard. He's like a yeah, role we, were, we were watching. I'm like, why is Simp just picking up gaps? And like, I was do like, you, what is happening? Do you think just like there's something with like Cell's play style where like obviously he's putting up good numbers, but maybe a little too selfish? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think based on if you want my opinion, like my honest opinion. Like looking at like New York, like looking at uh Seattle, like who like Kismet and Hydra were always working together and making plays, bouncing off each other. You kind of got the same thing with like uh, got the same thing with a uh, Seattle a little bit. Like even with like me and Kleenex. Like I feel like sometimes he's a beast, hundred percent, one of the best players in the game to touch God. But at the same time, I feel like like also a slasher. I feel like it's not like like I have a scrappy. Like that guy is pace like he's fucking challenged but mm-hmm. i feel like Sam also is in these positions where it's like sometimes like for example when we played them uh when we beat him online like someone's in that control when i saw his name i was like yo like i'm running away from this guy like he's getting on that heady he's snaking if i challenge him i'm probably gonna die but like, i feel like there's times where like you can't exploit his games like his gameplay a little bit right, like you, if you, it you feels like he's just or... gonna lock his spots down and you yeah. can just avoid him as a squad yeah yeah it, it, honestly like yeah, that's really kind of how it goes. It's like sometimes you see him in a certain spot snaking, and you're like, you know what? Like, fuck that. Like, I don't want to fuck with that. Like, <laughs> this and that probably hurts like Sims pace because then he's got to fill a gap somewhere or something, and yeah. he's gonna be the one to do that. Okay, that's that's kind of what like my thing he is. When too. I play against Simp, like he's still like, he's a hard oh, he's kill. A, like, he's he's, he's a unreal. Beast. Like yeah, like he's amazing. But I don't know. I feel like the kind of like Slasher. I feel like Slasher's not really like a super fast player, but I feel like. I feel like for this team, like if you really want them to get better, maybe like Selium kind of set set a little bit more pace, like Chow a little bit more, maybe like just kind of like, yeah, like he has a guy like KD and stuff, but like I don't know, I feel like maybe like more faster Chowler kind of player out of him. Well, he used to be the flex. Maybe that'll just take him time to to get back to that like third spot because yeah. you have Austin on this team because he was just like kind of being that player. Like maybe like you're just need austin to be like listen dude like you're too good fucking go like yeah exactly that's what i that's what i'd tell him i'd be like bro you're so fucking talented like (laughs) just fucking go child people like go yeah yeah it it felt like to make like a sports analogy like you got the warriors and it's like curry durant 
and Clay Thompson. And like Curry and Durant were simply busy. And they were the guys. And like Cell was like the third guy. And then suddenly they just swapped. And now Salim is Kevin Durant and Simp is Clay Thompson. Like, yeah. It, it, like they let Salim take the show, sort of, and Simp just took a back seat. And mm-hmm. I don't know what that dynamic was, but I don't know that it was the right thing to do. Yeah. But, you know, know what, what are you supposed to tell a guy? What are you supposed to tell a guy when like, he's I playing a 1.2? I mean, like, we had this you're discussion not last you're not, winning. Like, you're not winning. You're not winning. I, you're not winning. He's running dead silence, so I don't know why Salim's running dead silence. Like, that guy just fucking posts up and needs a trophy <laughs> on a heady and plays his life. Like, give Simp dead silence, bro. Let the guy run around. Like, yep. I don't know why he's running it, a trophy. It could be what we just said with Kenny. Maybe Simp's trying to be do too much <laughs> and trying to be too selfless. Or, like, you know? That reminds me of, like, the beginning of Modern Warfare where I saw a hook with a trophy. I'm like, what the fuck are we doing here? Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, just... like, he's got smoke trophy? What are, what are we doing? Let that guy run. Yeah. I, I agree. Like, I think if they're going to get back, like, Simp's got to be a superstar again. 100%. But maybe it's like, I just wonder if there's something more severe from like a team chemistry standpoint. I, I'm not sure, but we'll see. Hopefully they can figure it out because they should yeah. be winning tournaments. I mean, they, they got to a Sunday end, their top three. I mean, it's just not good enough. It's not, man. No, like, I, I mean, listen. Like kind of to their past standards, but there is like new correct. players in the league, like Pred. You got Pred. You got some other new beast in here. Like, you know what I mean? Am I crazy yeah. that I still think this format roster should be in every final maybe winning events? Like, I, in, I, I just think it's... The way some of these COD games have been, it's it's tough to it's tough to always have that. Like, but yeah, yeah, no, no, you're not wrong. They're, just, they're competing. Like, it's not like they're not competitive. No, no, they're, I, they're... I think if they close their eyes, they'd still be competitive because they're freaks in nature. But like, I yeah. just, um, we'll see. It's just weird. Like, it's like this they, is why they... you brought Austin onto this team, in my opinion. For but these they look sort like gods, bro. They looked incredible, and then Sunday, just something goes. Wrong. I'm just starting to wonder if, like, I don't know, something weird's going on Sunday, or some, I don't know. I mean, they lost to Seattle in a game five. They win that. They're in the final again. I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And they lost to New York. Like, I, the team who won. I, yeah. It's just what it is. Yeah, yeah you're right. Mm-hmm. Um, Surge. Uh, this team is fun to watch, and I would cast yeah. them versus FaZe always. Um, <laughs> Mac always goes off versus FaZe. I'll put it out always, there. Bro. Mac always, always goes off against always, them. Dude, it's crazy. He dude, just turned into a different beast. The funniest thing I saw, I saw some Reddit posts. It's like, how come like they can carry accuracy? We can't carry Ilias. <laughs> oh, I think I saw that too. Oh, that's not right. oh, I was like, right. sheesh. Um, <laughs> but like they're they're just fun to watch. Like Sib centering. Like he, he reminds me of sometimes like I watch like a cell POV, just the positioning and hitting shots. Like I, it's just like maybe not cell POV, but like one of those POVs like, like, sort of like, like Yeah, you like know, like you know it's him sort of. He just looks so raw and talented. Um Pred is just you know I love love watching that guy play his passion. Yeah, like- his screen is like kind of weird to watch sometimes, but like he gets some crazy snappy kills. It's so hard to explain. I don't know. Red? Yeah, it's, he his look awareness like he seems crazy. really, really good. Yeah, it doesn't seem like he has crazy left stick movement, but like his right stick is just godlike. I mean, don't get me wrong, he makes smart decisions, not like the Rambo term, but. Yeah, hmm. no, no, I hear you. I, and I think with the pace he plays, you, you, you kind of need to be snappy if you want to. That's, that's, exactly, yeah. that's like what a BC That's the reason he's yeah. been that guy for so long. Like, he runs at you. You will be holding it. He is going to run at you and snap on your forehead. And you're like, "What yeah. the fuck?" Like that's yeah. just. I mean, it, it takes it takes insane talent. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, they. Uh, one thing I did want to say before we move on is just I really admired um, after how that game four went and phased with one of the greatest comebacks of all time. The fact that they just 
rebound and won the map five because i think fred said in the interview like i think they thought we got like laid out and we did um i for a young team i think i'm sure accuracy helped there but for a very young team that was impressive stuff um uh, before oh, we, go uh, i'm gonna just like cluster both of these teams together because I don't know, they didn't have like the best onlines especially uh new york who was one in three like like when you were practicing against these guys dandy was there like did were either of these guys like stuck sticking out in your head like holy shit like they're good like uh i feel like new really. york new york seemed pretty good like yeah. you're shooting against them i feel like they give a good competition there's moments like especially i feel like you notice it more with kismet i feel like there's moments where like in scrims i feel like kismet just makes really good plays and like um i think you kind of saw it in the tournament here like when that guy's kind of playing how he is he's just like one of those guys that makes the job so much easier on his team he's so. a force when he's hot dude. yeah i, I guess I like know. though Some i guess like when you were scrimming new york off. though did you feel like they were like kind of ahead like the way like what, yeah. what they were showing i mean we scrimmed, really. them at, we scrimmed them at the uh in the our like boost in the back and they were looking pretty good uh yeah. it was close maps but like i still i was like okay like i feel like they're giving me a better show like it was better than i expected in terms okay. of like i feel like they've just really put in some work in like the past like week or two and I, really adjusted it's probably a combination of like i think their roster makes a fuckload of sense just from a yeah a role standpoint and i'm sure partially it was what i figured this week would be a little bit like a team gets hot it's the first event like you, you get hot you're grooving things are working and you just sort of run away with it which was probably part of it but like i think they have potential to be nasty like i yeah you, you have your sub duo makes a ton of sense you have a godlike who should be a godlike flex and a priest has been a little all over the place, but and skies who I have always thought incredibly highly of like that guy's a lockdown man. AR. He makes sense. Um, but no, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be here to see if he's able to continue it, but it was a, it was a fun event. Um, and also, I mean, cool for sender who got what dropped from optic and then he went to that. I thought that was kind of, <laughs> that was kind of neat just cause he seems like a really nice dude. I don't really know him really well, but he seems like a really just genuine guy and i'm sure that was kind of hard for him i think yeah. anyone anyone getting released from optics probably tough pill to swallow so um that was really cool all right let's talk let's talk random bullshit i mean major major one was awesome we got i just want to say right before like we oh, moved down oh, from them yeah. like dude just like stats wise this kind of looks like, like the la thieves of like last year like yeah, all of them are all of them are over a one to yeah. like a one point like one five like i mean their respawn was their 71 in control obviously their search was still big but yeah it just feels like they had a really good sense of the game. Everyone's doing what they really. need to do. Yeah. yeah. Like that system that we kind of talk about. I'm sure everybody's going to be watching their VODs thinking, what the fuck did, yeah. what were they doing? 100%. 100%. 100%. Just talk uh, quickly before we wrap just about a uh, couple of the roster rumors. And I, one quick shout out. I, I saw like Saints is retiring. Um, one of the all time greats. I mean, guy when he was on fire was one of the more talented players you ever watch. Uh, I mean, I, I I figured it was a matter of time with him not being in the league. I think when you're on top, there's only so long you could probably compete. Well, he didn't play last year, and then he said he was coming back. So I was like, oh, maybe like Saints is going to get back in the mix. But he obviously retired after that first event. But you know, no doubt about it. Point. I mean, the guy, you're not wrong. Like, he could take over, especially in respawns. Like, he had some insane gun skill uh, to play against. So, yeah, Nada was a beast, man. To play against i played with him for a little bit it wasn't like my best year or his best year obviously but that just tends to happen um but yeah 
He's one of those guys who let him run and fry, and who else? Knows? Pretty I much. Know, I don't know what the fuck else he's doing, but yeah. Pretty much, dude. Yeah. Like he was just, <laughs> he, he was just one of those guys too. Like it eats or this, like in scrims, like dude, he was just fucking putting up numbers for sure. Yeah. Uh, wildly talented. All right, let's uh, stand. Let's get into the fun, like drama bullshit, which I'm sure you have so much. Not about you. Um, what do we listen? Let's just start with the big one. Optic rumors. There's a change happening. Um, I thought it should happen in the off season. I thought it was going to happen in the off season. We all did. We got baited. They stuck together. Um, you heard what Scump said about Shotzi kind of convinced him to stay, apparently, because he was going to stick around. That was the surprising part. Like, yeah. we didn't hear that, and then I saw that <laughs> video. Uh, obviously, they're thinking about Alec. I, I, I don't even know if this is possible with LAG, yeah. but, I mean, this was probably the worst-case scenario if you were an Opti fan or this Opti team, right? There's rumors of you breaking up. You say, screw it, guys. Let's put it aside. Boom, you bow out top 12. Like, literally the worst. It's not like yeah. you got to the bracket and you lost to New York in an ultra or New York in a phase in some tough matches. You lost to Florida. like. Yeah, I, I I mean this is worst case scenario, and then and also got shit on by Ultra three zero. Like so, you didn't compete against one of the top teams. <laughs> um, like this was worst case scenario for this roster, in because now they're just thinking, should we have done something? That was probably on their players' minds immediately. And now, I mean, we'll see what happens. It's just really hard to do things during the season. Depending yeah, on contract, really trades, we've never seen a trade. I, I don't think so. Um, but I mean, I guess you could potentially trade contracts. Does the other org let that person go? If not, yeah. you have to take a risk on a challenger's player, which like Optic's just not a team that's ever done do that. that. They don't do that because they get whoever they want before. So yeah. like, like Am this I to me is just one of those things of, if this oh, the why? rumor of like Hydra and Cammy coming here probably looks great now. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. I just feel like this second I heard that rumor, and the next day they're like going back on it. I just feel like that was just already the breaking point. Like if I was like on a player, I just feel like okay, like they want to get rid of me and like now they want me back. I feel like that is like yeah, like all of a sudden done, like Dash and you're probably like, yeah, like yeah, I want to be on Optic, like I'm hyped. But at the end of the day, it's just kind of like one of those moments I just feel like could like break you a little bit. Like just kind of like, you know what I mean? Like they even had like just kind of like they had thoughts about dropping me, like they were thinking about doing it. And it's like now we're together. I feel like that is just kind of like if everyone hears about that, like you gotta commit. I just feel like, especially if you're optic, just I don't know. Yeah, because you didn't commit either way then, because if you're gonna have one bad event and fucking maybe break up, what the yeah. fuck were you doing in the first place? Yeah, like, exactly. Like what? What? And what's Why? Dif what's difficult, I think, right, is because okay, supposedly it's Dashy, right? Because like Dashy removed Optic from his bio. There's all this stuff coming out, and potentially it's both of him and Illy. I think what's probably really tough because there's two things here. There's the side of like Dashy where we know he's an incredibly talented player, but does he? What we always talk about. Can he figure out like a system of COD? It just feels like that's what they've always been missing. Is the work ethic there? I mean, there's right there's, based on talking and then to you have your your Illy side, which he's a world champion. He can obviously figure the game out, but what's his injury like? And is he just getting shit on? So like yeah. now it's like, do you test the water with just one of them? Like just keep a superstar in Dashy, maybe cut Illy and pick someone else up. Do you cut? you know, dashy because you want your teamwork and your system to be a little bit better with Illy or do you just cut both? 
and it's just like I, I, you, you can't waste time either because it's Seth last year. So yeah, what the fuck do you do? It's a hard one, honestly. And it's just like even with all the teams, like do you go like all the contractual stuff, like all that? Do you get a challengers player? It's it has to be tough. Yeah, I'm like, I mean, when it was three AR, sure, it looks pretty good. But yeah. now that we're getting towards more what we expect COD to turn into and two subs, maybe we're going to see three subs at times. On some hills, yeah. Uh, and roster doesn't look all that great. Which one? The op, like the current one. Like, I mean, when I'm thinking three hours on the map, I'm like, hell yeah. Well, like, I think three subs is fine. It would just, it has, Elite can run a third sub. Yeah, I, I just you think, know, I, I, I've I, always thought though, I've always thought that him, I mean, him and Shotzi were the pace of that Empire team, right? Like in MW. Yeah. I think honestly, him going to an AR was a mistake personally. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. I guess I've just been thinking about it. Maybe that's just a comfort thing, but it, I felt like Illy was always that player of, well, he, well, that's his motto, whatever it takes. Yeah. Right. Like, I'll do what I need to do. Um, and I think he's limited at, at times in sort of the AR role of, of, of that. So maybe that's what they're thinking. Maybe they're thinking we'll let Shotzi and Illy be the sub duo they once were. Bring on another AR. Let's come flex. I, what do you think's going to happen, Sammy? You, th you, uh, think, you think a change is coming? Uh, I don't know. I just feel like that she has been going on Twitter recently, but I don't know. He's kind of like a trolley guy. So like, I don't really know if like he's being serious. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't know if he's like actually being serious or not. Um, and then like also like I don't know. I feel like Scump could flex. Scump could flex. Like realistically, he yeah. could flex. I think, but he's also frying on a sub. Like it's it's really tough. Like, do you get rid of? If I was optic, like if I really had to play call in my book, like I'm getting rid of both of them. Like I just I'm sorry. Like it's just I just feel like if I had all the power in my hands right now, I'm getting rid of both of them. I'm getting two other players. But the question is like, who the fuck do I get? Like yeah, yeah. I get Arsties. He's probably getting paid a shit ton. Like. He's also on like a three-year contract with LAG. Like, are they gonna want how much money are they gonna want from him? Are they just gonna take Dashy? Are they gonna do a trade? There's just so many questions that I, you don't know until it happens. See, I I, I think the Alec thing for me, I, I think like it could get done. I think it could get done because I think I like that. Alec. I think Alec is a, a, a hugely cares about winning. And yes, he might have got his payday to go off into the sunset, but like he's not winning with that LAG team. Yeah, I think I think almost like Slasher's career got rejuvenated going to phase. This would be like the same shit for Alec in a way. Like just get back on a top team and a contender right away. I think he would take less money and do that in a heartbeat. I, yeah, that's how I, that's how I see it personally. I think he but, would do it too. But, but what, you, always, keep, you keep Alec and what you keep Dashy. Is that what you're thinking? And then Dashy can just do whatever the fuck he wants. Like that's just the question. That's a question, right? That's, that's what's tough. Like, see, what, I don't know if he wants to go into that though. Like, I think it has to be both and you find another player. Cause I guess I think what, I think Alec got frustrated with the, uh, what phase turned into when they were frustrated with Vanguard. If it was Dashy and Alec, I think, yes, yeah. I think he would get very frustrated with let, left stick mistakes, put it that way. Yeah. Um, so I don't really know what's going to end up being, but I, I think, I think something's going to happen. Um, the grill. We don't. I don't know if we need to talk about the grill thing because we kind of are with Alec um, being the rumor. But I, I think the world of Alec. I do. I just he's a competitor. He cares a lot. He's a smart player. Um, I think he. Could, yeah. I mean, I think the gorillas come. thing was sort of bringing Alec over, and then you had a, an experiment with the other three. What What were they going to turn into with Neptune, Spartan, Hook? That was always the question. I mean, you have a great academy team. <clears throat> you could use it. I I, I don't know if yeah. you bring the whole roster up. I, I'm not sure of that that one but it's not like they're probably in a 
in a difficult spot with trying players out. It's just Remington. it's it, the problem is is if you waste too much time, like your year is fucked. Yeah. So like, it's Diamond always Con, a hard one. Best KD. Diamond Con had the best KD. I know when he mm-hmm. was in the league, statistically, he wasn't bad. Yeah, he got what, like, like top four with shot. New York? Yeah, so, like, I don't know. I feel like, I mean, if they do get rid of RSVs, like, do they want Dashi? Do they want Illy? Like, are people going to be thinking about, like, oh, is, does Illy have an injury? Is that why he's playing bad? Like, you know what I mean? Like, are people going to, mm-hmm. like, dig deep into that? We'll see how it plays out, but I love a little drama, so I'm down. Um, I love people talking about COD. I love it. Uh, the only, what, the other thing was London, right? Scraps maybe back? Scraps, supposedly. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, all? I'm personally all about that because I miss Scraps interviews, and Scraps is just, I always view us like the WWE, and his personality is fucking <laughs> amazing for the league. Um, I don't know what's happening there, but like, I, I would love to have Scraps back. I actually legitimately just miss those two being a part of it. Like, they're just comedy, man. Like, I mean, he's a great player. It's just he didn't really play last year. It's just tough because what you would probably say is, well, isn't there like another young challenger player that deserves a chance? Yeah. But like, I feel like London has tried that a couple of times. Gizmo didn't work out. Like, obviously, Afro is now leaving. Like, maybe they're just like, who is just somebody we can rely on? Um, And I think Scraps with this opportunity is going to be like just fucking passionate passionate like he's gonna give it his all yeah i i look i don't have much sadder than i love scraps he makes me laugh and i want him back he played with that. a seam too yeah with phase that's true um i think that's about it topic wise uh, i didn't think we were gonna go as long as we did but we did standy thank you for being with us standy originally was like i think i had about an hour in me before i get hungry and you stuck it out the whole time pal i'm proud of you once we start talking like i can keep going you know like, yeah yeah, yeah we're chatting up going. bro we're just here for a good time yeah um i don't think there's really anything else to add to it i guess we're gonna wait and see um kind of how stuff plays out what major two qualifiers around the corner hope everyone's having a merry christmas a little holiday uh, break i think everybody's going home so hey, what are you doing uh, i'm going back to pennsylvania in a few days like two wait days. where are you from in pa uh like near harrisburg oh okay i grew up in mechanicsburg so i went to the same oh, mechanicsburg okay i went to the same school as seth like same high school just a million oh, years my high school is his rival- rivalry school what bishop mcdevitt or something or uh, what? central dolphin central dolphin yes we I, yeah. well our school was like number bishop one McDevitt too. yeah I know we that. were we were like number one in the country in soccer and central dolphin was like top 10 as well back when i was in school yeah. and we had wars with them yeah our soccer was like well yeah it was wild back okay 400 years ago when i was in high school but yeah no <laughs> very uh very very familiar with central dolphin um yo pa's got some fucking talent huh uh yeah, <laughs> yeah. actually yeah you two and seth is crazy uh, look at me it's a very close area too not that far. no yeah no no it's really not um i think that's it thank you for coming on appreciate it good luck to uh you and ultra uh it's been amazing to cast you excited to keep doing it for the future you're a beast you make plays you're handsome uh oh. you're the best the best, yeah, likewise, likewise. I mean, it's I mean, it's been fun. I mean, I, I'm happy coming on. I love podcasts. I love talking about COD. I can do it always. But, you know, hope everyone has good holidays. You too. Yeah, you, you too. Uh, Joe, uh, as always, I uh, love you very much and can't wait to play video games with you soon. Let's get it. Let's get We don't have community questions, right? We didn't do that this time. Uh, I, I don't think so. And I mean, we're, okay, we've, we've we've there was so much to cover. I'm, I'm not even you're sure not wrong. I just wanted to make sure I didn't skip over those. That's true. We love the community. We love you all. Uh, I hope everyone has a glorious and very, very sexy evening.
Bye.